Good morning. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL. We're located on the AM dial at 1450, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and well beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. And plus, we're on uh, Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We are all over the place here at uh, WKXL. And this program is presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. You can learn more and find your plan at Delta Dental Covers Me. Dot com And if you're a person who uh, likes to reminisce about the uh, great city, our capital city of Concord, New Hampshire, uh, today's program is the program for you. Because uh, in studio, we have uh, Paul Brogan. Paul, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. Always uh, great to have you on the show. And uh, joining us uh, for the first time on this program is uh, Kathleen Bailey. Good morning to you, Kathleen. Good morning, Ken. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, we we were just talking briefly uh, off the air, reminiscing about the uh, the city of Concord, which we will do for uh, the next uh, next little while here on the program. And uh, Kathleen's latest book is "Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire: Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater." And I mad- imagine Kathleen that was purposeful to put White's Park. Uh, in the title. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it will always be white. <laughs> and I have the consensus of the many people I interviewed. There there you go. Because yeah. technically, folks, if you, if you hadn't heard by now, it is White Park. Technically. But who doesn't refer to it as White's Park? Nobody that matters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine you spent uh, uh, quite, a, uh, quite a bit of time in your formative years at White's Park, Kathleen. I did, Ken, but not as much as you'd think, because Concord was a city of neighborhoods. Yep. We didn't have a really great bus service, and I was on the Heights. Okay. So well, I'm on the heights was, now, so, <laughs> and it's off, changed a little bit. I was cut off from a lot of things, so we entertained ourselves in our neighborhoods. We walked barefoot to Clark's store for a sun-kissed orange. We played at the park, which was called Heights Park, not, not Keach. Um, and, and you still call it Heights the, Park, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you couldn't really say that we played in vacant lots because the entire Heights was a vacant lot, broken up by a street of houses here or there. But you have some, some great, great memories, which we will touch on. Of course, uh, Paul, you, you've written a, a similar book to uh, to Kathleen's. Well, the Concord Theater, yeah, was, yeah. but I, I did touch on yeah. the community in the city. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, exactly. But I will say... And I, and I touched on the Concord Theater yeah. in <laughs> the, my book, because there, going to the movies was a big part of our lives. And and you two both grew up in Concord, born, raised, and uh, at, you know never left, right? I mean, I know, Paul, you left for a little while to yes. uh, chase your Hollywood dreams and chase Doris Day, and you know, but... <laughs> Is that C H A S T E? 
But uh, but Kathleen, did you ever leave? I mean, did you ever live elsewhere? I have lived in many elsewhere. Ah, okay. Yeah, I I went to Boston when I was eighteen for a gap year that went terribly wrong. Uh, my parents pleaded with me to come home, and they'd pay for UNH, so I came home and went to UNH. I then, after my husband and I were married, we lived in Colorado and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And then we came home, and I live in Raymond now, but there's very little to do in Raymond, so I'm in Concord a couple of times a week, plus my sister lives there, plus my niece lives there, plus my daughter lives on the Heights. So it's like a little boomerang bringing me back to Concord. So you still spend quite a bit of time uh, in your beloved hometown. Oh, yeah. I go places with my daughter. I bake for the Walker Lectures. If you're ever at a Walker Lecture, you probably had one of my brownies. Uh, They're amazing, if I yeah. might add. Yeah, I'm they sure I have. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that is terrific. And you're still doing that? Yes. Absolutely. Great. That, that, is, that is terrific. So I'm, I'm going to ask you both. Uh, what do you miss most about Concord? Kathleen, we'll start with you. What do you miss most about Concord? Whether it be, uh, you know... A, a uh, probably downtown or down street as mm-hmm. we... <laughs> yeah? What, what do you yeah. miss most about that? The five and dime. Ah, yeah. They had these great lampshades where they were treated with some material that when you turned on the light bulb, you could see the ocean rippling or the horse going over the plains. Yeah. They were amazing lampshades. They were in the back near the goldfish that died on the way home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and it, was, it was the five and dime. What was it? What was the official name? Was well, it? we had four at one point. We had a Woolworths, okay. we had a Newberry's, yeah. we had a Kresge's, and briefly we had a W.T. Grant. Yeah, I was going to ask if you ever had a Grant's in, in downtown Concord, but you did for a short time. It, uh, it didn't last very long, huh? Not as long as the other three. Now, I and the other three put up a brave front right through to the Capitol Shopping Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Capitol Shopping Center did not kill Main Street. No. It gave us one other option for shopping, which was good. But it was really the mall culture that mm. killed Main Street. In 1990, that it really... Yeah. Once Sears was gone, because that was a real anchor and a real draw. People went down street yeah. to go to Sears and Roebuck. And uh, it once that was gone, all of the little family-owned kinds of businesses went away and it was no longer a destination where you could buy anything from, you know, a refrigerator to clothing to yeah. stationary goods. You know, yeah. everything was available. It, 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 in, my, in my book, I say you could get everything from a ball gown to a ball-peen hammer on me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then the mall hmm. culture came in, and then the mall culture went out, yes. which begs the question— 
where do you dump your tween on a Saturday afternoon? Uh, no Main Street, no mall? No. No, yeah, there isn't anymore. It's it's just... Although it, I am pleased with what they did with downtown because it could have been a lot worse. So I like the revitalized downtown. Yeah, I, I think they've done a terrific job mm-hmm. with it. And, uh, you know, we are lucky... Uh, to have you know all the uh, you know the the theaters that we have uh, mm-hmm. downtown and uh, everything else a, a great library as well uh, on on Green Street and and so many things and uh, of course yeah I mean Ken who yeah. whoever thought we'd have an arts district really mm-hmm. yeah True. and we do we most definitely do I mean you just think of those uh, couple of blocks there. Uh, downtown with the Red River Theater and uh, the Bank of New Hampshire stage, mm-hmm. Capital Center yeah, for the nice. Arts. I mean, one really, thing, yeah. One thing I'm proud of us for is the revamping and reuse of historic theaters. Mm-hmm. Because we remade the Capitol, we remade the Concord with respect to the past, but relevant to today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a lot of places can't do that. Even Exeter. I mm-hmm. the worked Ioka. with the Exeter newsletter for years and mm-hmm. years and years. And with all that money and all those brains, they couldn't save the Ioka. No. So it's and, important to me that we did this. And Manchester, I am proud of us. And Manchester tore down the state. 2,500-seat spectacular theater mm-hmm. that could have been an arts venue that would have rivaled anything in Boston. And it was torn down and made into a parking lot in 1976. Yeah. And it's such a shame. Yeah. No, it, it, it really and truly is. But uh, uh, glad we had the, the foresight to uh, you know preserve some of the great uh, theaters in Concord, mm-hmm. uh, build uh, you know a couple of new ones. And uh, what's up at the Phoenix now? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that uh, after this break. But uh, we're talking Concord today and uh, reminiscing a little bit, but also talking about uh, where Concord has gone and where it is now with uh, Kathleen Bailey, author of the book Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater, and uh, Paul Brogan, whose latest effort is a sprinkling of stardust over the outhouse. Both great reads. Although Kathleen, I must must confess, I I, I haven't I have not read your book yet. But it is, it is my intention to pick one up at Gibson's next week when you're there, uh, July the sixth, six thirty at Gibson's. In love da- to meet you. Yeah, I, I can't wait. But hang in there, Kathleen. We'll be right back. Have to take a quick break. Kale and Company continues right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We have two authors uh, with us today. First of all, uh, Kathleen Bailey. Kathleen has a, a book out there called Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater. And uh, Paul Brogan, author of uh, his most recent effort, A uh, Sprinkling of Stardust Over the Outhouse. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, Kathleen is going to be at Gibson's, where all the great authors go, uh, July 6th, uh, 6.30 at uh, Gibson's. So looking forward to that, Kathleen. Oh, I am too. I grew up on Gibson's. I used to go to them 
when they were a little storefront on North Main Street. So Gibsons and I go back a long way, as do WKXL and I. Oh, there, there you go. And uh, who, who are some of the people you remember? Do you remember any names of, of the people who were on uh, WKXL when you were listening to it? And, and I hope you still are once in a while. But uh, do you remember any of the names? I don't remember names, but I remember the jingles. Oh, the jingles. <laughs> can, can you, yeah. can you we, sing, sing any for us, Kathleen? Actually, I was hoping you'd ask. Oh. <laughs> um, in, the, in the 60s, your station had a contest to award a trip to the Caribbean. And everybody went nuts because back then nobody went anywhere. There was no Disney World. If your grandparents retired to Florida, that was it. You never saw them again. Summer vacation was a couple of days at your uncle's camp on uh, Reedy Lake where you rinsed out your bathing suits and hung them on a rope. <laughs> and yep. the cabin was musty, and you had an outhouse, and when it rained, you played board games with the pieces missing. You're, you're getting this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so winning a trip to the Caribbean was electrifying. Uh, never mind that none of us could spell it and none of us could pronounce it. <laughs> and I still remember the jingle. Win a free trip to the Caribbean, a holiday journey for two. Tell all your friends, win the weekly prize. Here's the thing you should do. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's I love great. It. Love it. That is engraved on my memory. I don't remember the periodic table of elements. I don't remember battle dates, but <laughs> and a free trip to the Caribbean. Oh, that that was classic. We're, we're going to play that back from time to time. I was going to say, we might have that on recording somewhere. Uh, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're doing a partnership with the uh, Concord Historical Society, so if they pull it, we'll, we'll air it. There, there you go. <laughs> I, I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. So how long did this contest go on, Kathleen? Too long. Too long. <laughs> but here, here, here's here's my guess. Weeks Kath. upon weeks upon weeks. Yeah. Well, you gotta get you gotta get a lot of mileage uh, out of, out of a prize like that, you know. Uh, but we were such rubes. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's my guess, Kathleen. You didn't win. I did not. No. <laughs> did you enter? I don't remember. <laughs> well, you know, you can't win if you don't play, you know. <laughs> but at any rate, it is amazing how we, you know, forget so many things. But a good jingle like that one. Or, or like so, Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the jingles of the 50s and 60s. There aren't really any good jingles these days. No, no. You know, no. we got to get back to the jingles. People mm-hmm. remember jingles. Yeah. They really do. I mean, I, I know a lot of, can re- recite a lot of beer jingles that I remember uh-huh. in the past, you know. Mm. But uh, at any rate, uh, some some great memories. And, you know, uh, Kathleen, we were talking about this, uh, Paul and I, during the break. Uh, and you both mentioned uh, in the first segment, Down Street. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm putting the accent on the right syllable there, but uh, Down Street, uh, you know, was a, a term that was used. And, and, and what did that mean to you, Kathleen? It meant that I could go to Main Street. Yeah. Instead of downtown, mm-hmm. we had Down Street. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the Petula Clark song meant nothing to us. 
downtown. If you had been singing, forget all your cares, go down street, yeah. then yes. we would have had something to talk about. <laughs> So what would you look forward to the most? I mean, I know you had Sears down there. You had the uh, the Capitol Theater. Uh, what, what did you uh, remember the most? Getting off the heights. Getting off the heights? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was like an expedition in those years. Pretty much so. Yeah. <laughs> when I was older, we were allowed to walk down the street. Which was daunting, the whole Loudon Road Hill. Yep. We would walk from there to Down Street, and then we would walk from Down Street to the Capitol Theater and see our matinee. Uh, we were always warned not to cross the street on the same side as Carlin's Cafe. We were always warned not to go near the Endicott. <laughs> but that was not a problem, because... Nobody in their right mind wanted to go to Carlin's, <laughs> except for the movie theater. Main Street for shopping pretty much ended at the Endicott. They had not developed South Main Street the way it is today, so if we weren't going to the movies, there was really no point in going past the Endicott. So I have to ask you both, uh, what was Carlin's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a flop house, it really was. You could it smell the beer, and you could smell the beer if your car window was rolled down <laughs> as you went by it. It was just, it was a real dive. Yeah, a real, a real dive mm-hmm. on uh, uh, on Main Street in, in downtown Concord, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it. It was as diviest as we got. <laughs> it has been replaced by the Stuart Nelson Plaza. Uh-huh. Yawn, yeah. boring, but <laughs> very. <laughs> Uh, and Nobody the, ever warns their kids not to go near the Stuart Nelson. <laughs> That's true. And and the Endicott Hotel, did that have a, a reputation as well? That Kathleen. was a flop house, too. <laughs> but different difference is people stayed by the week and the month instead of the night. And some paid by the hour because there was a <laughs> prostitution ring that ran out of there. I worked there briefly in 1971 as a desk clerk. <clears throat> and money was often passed around to to uh, entertain the legislators from up north in Berlin that stayed there because it was only $15 a night with a shared bath. With a shared bath. Yes. And, uh, boy. Yeah, that's you, disgusting. You, you, took your, <laughs> you took your chances there with a shared bath. <laughs> <laughs> Things must have been pretty boring in Berlin. <laughs> 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 but the Endicott Hotel, I mean, they're, they're, it's still, you know, you still see the sign, you know, when you go to downtown Concord, Endicott Hotel. Mm-hmm. I guess, is it, is it apartments now? Or? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is apartments. Yeah. And I, I guess the reputation is better now than it was back then. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think so, anyway. We're led to believe that way. Uh, and, and we talked about the, the Phoenix in uh, downtown uh, Concord, which mm-hmm. I, I've never seen. I mean, I've walked by it thousands of times. But uh, what was the Phoenix uh, back in the day? It looks like we lost our guest. I'm going to ah. go and give her a call back. Okay, very good. <laughs> I will talk a little bit sure. about it. Yes, um, sure, yes, it sure. Yes, it was a hall where, well, there were boxing matches a oh, long really? time ago really? in there. Yeah. It seats probably about 400. It's around uh, sort of 
three quarters seats and then the stage area and then an open area so they could have boxing matches uh a lot of people spoke there years ago when the mm. building was deemed safe enough yeah. to have that many people in it but mark sibarowski is working on getting funding to restore it because it is historic in nature and he'd like it to be utilized for the arts and yeah. for performances well that's that's a good venue 400 seats and it is. Uh, you know it, it, i'm sure it'll be reconfigured in some way yes but yes maybe uh, he'll even bring back a little boxing from time to time <laughs> who knows to, to bring back the uh, memories of a of a bygone era exactly yeah, cause, exactly cuz you don't see too much boxing around these days you don't you really you don't. don't but you no. might you might see it yeah, in the future at the Phoenix. We'll, yes. we'll see. Man, for, for old time's sake, right? <laughs> that would but, be uh, nice. But as Kathleen mentioned, I, I really I, I really applaud what they've done in downtown Concord. I, I think they've done a great job Amazing. with it. Uh, I mean, there are unfortunately some uh, some empty storefronts down there. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, hopefully that will change in the not-too-distant future. I can't believe uh, uh, nobody has, has gone into CVS as I know. Yet. I mean, they could yeah. bring back Newberries. That's where there, there you go, went. JJ Newberries, right? <laughs> or WT Grants exactly. or all these stores. You yeah. could fit it nicely right nicely. there in downtown Concord. We'll take a break. Paul Brogan is with us in studio, and uh, Kathleen. Do we get Kathleen back? Kathleen Bailey, you ju- not we'll uh, we'll work on it. <laughs> okay, we're working on it, folks. Uh, but we're talking uh, about Concord today, reminiscing a little bit about our capital city. And uh, Kathleen has written a, a new book, Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the uh, Capitol Theater. And you can meet Kathleen, and I know Paul will be there too next week at Gibson's 630 on July the 6th, which would be uh, one week from today. today. All right, there you go. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us on this Thursday, and uh, we're talking Concord. Uh, today with uh, Paul Brogan and uh, hopefully again Kathleen Bailey. Apparently she's having some phone issues. She had uh, car issues earlier this week and now she's having phone issues. But but uh, Paul is here in studio. We're reminiscing about the uh, the capital city today and I, I have learned a lot uh, today. You know about Carlin's and the Endicott <laughs> Hotel and what uh, downtown Concord uh, uh, used to be. And before we even started, uh, the name Keniston's came up. Yes. Am I saying Keniston's? Yes. It was a wonderful restaurant right over the river, uh, Manchester Street, where the yeah. the dealership is on the uh, left now. Great place. To, next door was A&W Root Beer. Uh, oh, so you man. drove up yeah. and you ordered it and they brought it out to yeah. your car. Yeah. No roller skates. No roller skates. I had A&W. But yeah, that, was, that little area there was a wonderful. And then to your right was the Concord Drive-In Theater. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. where everybody went in and loaded the trunk with their friends yeah, so right. that they could <laughs> right. so you know get, get them in there yeah, yeah, right but yeah. that you know there there were some wonderful places to eat uh affordable places fun places and yeah. it was a uh, Kathleen I have to say 
in her book, she so brilliantly captures this time period. You don't have to have lived then. This isn't a book that just appeals to people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s that were there. It would, it's so informative for younger people to see exactly how it was, yep. and she makes it come to life, which is a wonderful gift. Well, I can't wait to read it, and uh, again, Kathleen will be at, at uh, Gibson's in uh, downtown Concord. Uh, that that that's really down street, right? Because yes. that area was not really developed, developed very and, much during and the era that we're, we've been talking about. No, today. Yeah. no, we had Army and Navy store yeah. was uh, uh, south of the Indicott Hotel, yeah. and there were a few things like that. Uh, but there wasn't a lot in that area. There was the Pizza Center where mm. constantly pizza is yeah. now. Yeah. But beyond that, there wasn't much. And so, like she said, you would go to the Capitol Theater, but you never ventured south of that. Right, that was it. And that, that was, was a real expedition to go that far down. That was the mark of the demarcation, right? It was. Don't, don't go farther <laughs> south than the uh, than the Capitol <laughs> Theater. Uh, so, but they have developed it. Of course, the. Uh, what we know now is the Capital Center for the Arts. That that was there at that point, and that was a little south of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's been around yeah. a, li- I, a little over thirty years now. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a treasure. It's a real jewel. Yeah. No, it it really and truly is. And uh, but uh, downtown Concord, uh, you know, and unfortunately we mentioned some of the empty storefronts right now. One of mm-hmm. them, I guess, the most glaring probably is CVS. Yes. Where, where I, I just learned today that that was the former location of J.J. Uh, Newberry. Newberry's. Uh-huh. Right. And then you said they, uh, you know, they had other uh, locations. Yes. Yeah. They were originally where Burlington Coat Factory became Newberry's briefly, and then it became Brits, uh, which WKXL promoted the jingle for You'll Fall in Love with Brits, the store that has that modern tone. All the famous name brands that you're proud to own uh-uh. are here at Brits. <laughs> Brits is always just a little bit ahead. Every morning, 7.30 on the news, that jingle was played. I won't sing it. Kathleen has a better voice than me when she did the Caribbean one. The, the Caribbean. <laughs> or Caribbean, Caribbean, some people. Yep, yes. Caribbean, Caribbean. Uh, and uh, that was featured on WKXL. It was, every morning. You know, we'll have to find out if we can, uh, you know, in the future, give away a, a trip to a the, trip. the Caribbean. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great to bring that back and bring back the old jingle if we can find it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And they did stick with us because every home had WKXL on in the morning. That's how we found out if we had to go to school um, or what was going on locally before. Well, you know, we we want everybody to tune into KXL now. Absolutely. In the morning. It's an amazing Every other time of the day as well. What a... What a great history uh, this radio station has. Amazing. And a uh, great history in, in uh, downtown Concord and the surrounding area a- as well. And uh, it, we, we talked about uh, Keniston's, which was on Manchester Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what, what were some of the other uh, restaurants? We mentioned Howard Johnson's, where yes. uh, the common man is yes. now. Uh, what, what were some of the other restaurants that have uh, been here and, and gone? The Indicott Grill downstairs, uh, and that's G-R-I-L-L-E, they okay. spelled it. Yeah. And that was the only reason to go in the Indicott building. The grill on the 
Pleasant Street Extension okay. had one of the best breakfasts you could ever have wow. for a dollar forty nine in the morning, uh, and then the Star Hot Dog up on Pleasant Street, um, right before the corner of State Street. Star Hot Dogs was an amazing place to get things. Across the street on Pleasant was the Ambassador Steakhouse. Okay. That was a wonderful place. Harry's Steakhouse on South Main Street. The Lilios family owned. Uh, Charles Grill. Um, I mean, there were, and of course, every five and dime had a luncheon counter with the squeaky stools to spin around. Yeah, yeah. And all yeah. of the downtown drugstores, there were five or six of them, had luncheon counters. So at lunchtime, for under a dollar, you could get a really good meal as a, as a little kid. Oh, and yeah. At, and at Newberry's, they hand cut the French fries to your desire. Come she, on. Maude and wow. Millie would stand there and chop. Is this okay, Paul? Uh, 29 cents for a big plate of french fries wow mm. hand cut hand cut right there custom, in front of you custom made french fries yes at newberry's yes that's unbelievable i think that, they should bring that back in the space that, that's right and that's that's where the cvs was it's yes still, still open folks it if is. you want to bring back jj newberry's <laughs> so when did the uh the cap the is it is it the capitol plaza on on store street is that what yes. they call it yeah yes I, I've, I've been there thousands of times i couldn't tell you what they call it capitol plaza yes on stores what were the the first stores that were there first stores were the newberries that became brits yeah. emmons uh which had been on main street as harry g emmons an upscale clothing store yeah uh these uh stop and shop was yeah. where market basket is right uh, I believe there was either S and H Green Stamps or one oh, of those. Okay. One of those redemption centers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Weeks Family Restaurant, okay. where Sal's Pizza is. Okay, yeah. Uh, and that was a family owned by the Arnold family that owned Arnie's up on the Heights. Yeah, uh, and that was a great place to go. And. Uh, I think that uh, either New England Telephone or Bell Telephone may have had a store down there okay. also. Yeah. But uh, it was, you know, not a lot of stores, but they did great business. But it didn't really detract from Main Street because it was so close. Yeah. It was just like sort of An what no, Warren no, Street yeah, yeah, or yeah. State Street was. Right, right. And how long has that market basket been there? Uh, I mean, it pro- <laughs> did it start as Demoulis or uh- – um, Oh, yeah, oh. I think it might have been when it was first there. Yeah. Uh, Stop and Shop was there, I think, oh, okay. into the 80s. Right. It opened in 62 when the shopping center opened. 62. 62. Yeah. The yeah. railroad station got torn down in 59, yeah. and then they started work on that. So I think uh, Demoulis probably came in in the 80s. Oh, and, okay. And then, of course, it became Market Basket. Yeah. And and that's, you know, I mean, they have everything you need there. That, they do. That Market Basket. But I will say it is kind of a throwback. It is. To a bygone era. It know? is. Which is fine. They have everything you need. And uh, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like what an old uh, supermarket used to be. Well, we used to have the A&P on right. Park Street. And a lot of people, before we had Stop and Shop, that was the downtown grocery store where you could go. And walking distance for anybody that lived in the downtown area. So the A&P was on Park Street. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. Now, let me ask you this because... Uh, we had an AMP. I grew up in Melrose, Mass, and next door in Wakefield. I was very jealous because they had an AMP in Wakefield. Mm-hmm. And even as a kid, I mean, I used to ride my bike from Melrose to Wakefield, and 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 
love to go into the AMP because when you went into the AMP, you could smell coffee. Yes. I mean, and I, yes. I didn't even drink coffee at no. that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go in there and that what yes. it just circulated through the whole place. It was the same here. Yeah. I asked my mother when I was a little kid, do they pump the smell? I, I, yeah, because you would at, think so. Well, at the yeah. Concord Theater, we would pump the smell oh, of the fresh popcorn the, oh, into the auditorium. Now, now we know. To, now we know. And it lured people in every oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the, the secret has been revealed yeah. here. <laughs> By Paul Brogan, uh, but uh, but no, the AMP, the coffee smell yes, was just it did fantastic. Mm-hmm. I you know and uh, and and I didn't drink coffee at the time, but I love the smell, mm-hmm. love the smell, still do. But you don't find places like that no, anymore because you, you ground your own coffee in there, mm-hmm. and it was oh, it was spectacular. It was yeah, just for the smell of it. Uh, Paul Brogan is with us. Hope to get uh, Kathleen uh, Bailey back uh, after the break uh, and. Uh, have uh, you know we'd be delighted to have her back on the show uh, for the final segment uh, but until that time uh, Paul and I will proceed here reminiscing about the uh, great city of Concord New Hampshire our capital and don't forget Kathleen will be at uh, Bailey's uh, <laughs> Bailey's that's an old ice cream parlor it is she'll be at Gibson's next Thursday night one week from tonight 6:30 at Gibson's uh, Paul will be there. There'll be a, a lot of uh, great people, I'm, I'm sure, uh, in attendance to uh, to see Kathleen and, and talk about her book, which is entitled Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater. We'll be right back. WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. We're presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. And uh, we are very thrilled this morning to have Paul Brogan back in the house. Uh, Paul is here, and uh, Paul is the author of uh, a relatively new book. How long has it been out, Paul? One year. One year. All right. We're celebrating the year anniversary. One today. year tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's the year anniversary of a sprinkling of stardust over the outhouse, and uh, we hope to have uh, Kathleen Bailey uh, back momentarily, who is the author of Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater. And I don't know anybody, really, Paul, maybe you do, in your circle of friends, uh, which is a lot larger than mine, uh, but that, that actually call it White Park. I don't call know. call it White Park? No. no, there are people new to the city that insist that's what it is. But yeah. but even when it was deemed a historical place uh, by the government 40-something years ago, uh, on the paperwork the city submitted, it said White Park, more commonly known as White's go. Park. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit. It is. It is. So at any rate, uh, Kathleen will be at Gibson's. Uh, next Thursday at uh, 6.30, and uh, you will love to hear her recollections about uh, growing up uh, in, in Concord, as, as Paul did. And, uh, you know, there are many things that uh, people miss, you know, about their, their hometowns and, mm-hmm. and everything like that. What, 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 do you, what do you miss the most? 
Um, probably the, the the five and dime and the camaraderie when you're sitting at one of those squeaky stools and yeah. you strike up a conversation with the people on each side of you, even if you've never seen them before. There's just a certain friendliness yeah. that that makes the dining experience all the nicer. I know, and there's no doubt about that. And we were talking about uh, the, the Capitol Shopping Plaza on, mm-hmm. on Store Street, uh, where Burlington is now. Yes. Uh, but that had a, a lot of incarnations over the years. It was a number of things over the years. It was. It was Newberry's, Brits, Zares, Ames, and then now Burlington Coat Factory. So in 61 years, it's, it's had quite a few. Yeah, I guess so, and uh, and now we have uh, new additions to that uh, Capitol Plaza in uh, in recent weeks. We do, yeah. we do the one hundred and one Grill and the um, what else? Oh, Starbucks, Starbucks is there, is there. Yeah. and there's a couple of stores. Uh, yeah, there too. right. I know T-Mobile is there mm-hmm. or will be, and yes. there's a Verizon store down there, yes. as well, and. Uh, you know, uh, it's uh, really, really something. But uh, at, at any rate, uh, you know what I miss? Yes. Yeah, and and it, I don't know how long it was there, but I used to go there from time to time when I was working at another radio station. And uh, it, it was the, the Chinese buffet they used to oh, have. Oh, it was wonderful. Next and, door to Market Basket. Right, right. It was amazing. And that's just empty space now. And they, yeah. Uh, br- at one point, Market Basket wanted to expand yeah. into there and have a bakery, I understand. Oh, is that really? Uh, yeah, but yeah. that didn't work out. Then that's the reason they pushed the Chinese buffet out. But it was amazing. It was really a good, went there many times. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was disappointed to see mm-hmm. that go. It might have helped my waistline a little bit, the fact that it was uh, it closed out. But it was, it was a great buffet in, it was. It, at the time. Very fresh, everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there anything you would like to see in Concord that, that we don't have? Um, cheesecake factory. No. Um, <laughs> well, no, let's say, you know, <laughs> we don't have. I don't think we have any in New Hampshire. But I don't. No, I don't think we do. No. No, just some kind of downtown store. We ha- we don't have enough men's clothing options mm-hmm. available to us. Britches, by the way, is a very good store. Yeah. But uh, one or two others. We used to have seven or eight yeah. men's clothing stores, and I missed the opportunity of going in and having someone give you the personal service. Like George's in oh, Manchester exactly, still does yeah, exactly. after what yeah. eighty years or something. Yeah, yeah. no, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good suggestion. Uh, I I've always wanted uh, a Chick Fil A. Oh, a Chick Fil A. Oh, uh, and uh, have you ever I, had I, it? Oh, I've had it. Oh, I, okay. I have had it at, at di- in different places, uh-huh. uh, but uh, not here in Concord. We uh-huh. have Kathleen back on the line. Oh, that all right, Kathleen. Welcome yes. back. Welcome I back. I am so I am so sorry. Well, it does that sometime. It's a good thing you had Paul. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I so got it, to talk about you, which is one of my favorite things. Never dead air when Paul's around. <laughs> So, anyway, I'm back. Ask me whatever you want to know. Oh, whatever, whatever we want to know here from uh, Kathleen. Well, Bailey. relevant to Concord in the 50s. right, right, I of mean, course, fine, you know, uh, of course. So, yeah, uh, for the last uh, now, how many books have you written, Kathleen? I have five fiction titles with a sixth coming out this fall. The first five are historical Christian fiction. The one that's coming out this fall is a contemporary Christmas story. Ah. And then I have three books with Arcadia Publishing, 
nonfiction local history. I did past and present Exeter. I did New Hampshire War Monuments. I have conquered coming out Monday. And I just signed a contract for another one with Arcadia. Ah, very nice. And uh, you have been uh, collaborating in your recent books with your daughter. Yes, my daughter's a photographer, and I originally came up with this scheme with Arcadia so that we'd have a chance to work together. And who who knew, Ken, but I always thought I was a fiction writer. Nonfiction was what you did to pay the bills. <laughs> and then with the Arcadia books, I fell in love with nonfiction writing. Wow. That, that yeah, is the something. Exeter one was kind of like a paint-by-number project, but more monuments just snagged me by the heart and wouldn't let go. And then, of course, Concord. Now, now when Concord you, cut pretty close to the bone. Yeah, so. I'm, oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. And when uh, and you say a, a paint-by-number project, what do you mean by that? Well, the whole point of a past and present book is you take a historical or vintage photo, you take a picture of what's on that spot now, uh-huh. and then you tie them together with a 250-word caption. So that was fun, but it did not engage my emotions. Now, in in your book, uh, Growing Up in Concord, New Hampshire, Boomer Memories from White's Park to the Capitol Theater, uh, you, you talked with uh, any number of people about their memories and, and recollections of Concord. Yes, Ken. I wanted to do the kind of thing that Ken Burns does where he has these really in-depth interviews with people and then he keeps coming back to them on different topics so i managed to scare up about 30 (laughs) willing victims (laughs) Uh, most of them either from my personal past or from mark boisvert's conquered then and now and i would sit down with them for at least an hour interview maybe an hour and a half because some of them were chatty, no names. <laughs> and I would ask them about everything, your neighborhood, your childhood, your school experience, uh, what you did in your free time, were you a tap dancer, or did you, did you take children's roles with the community players, were you a scout? Um, yeah, and I... I, down, I downtown, what was your downtown experience? And then I got into the things that changed us, because before Vietnam, we were really like a small town, Mm -hmm. even though we were the state capital. We all had the same culture. We ate the same stuff. We stood in line for Beatle records at French's. (laughs) Yeah. And the Bicentennial was the last time we were really all dorks together. But then... The Kennedy assassination and Vietnam and the things that were going on in the world changed us and brought us into the wider world, even though some of us didn't want to go. The Vietnam chapter was pivotal for me. And and certainly And I got a lot of stuff out of people that I didn't think I was going to get. Wow. Well, the Vietnam chapter was powerful. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, you mentioned the Kennedy assassination as well. 
and uh, all pivotal times and very emotional times in our history as well. And uh, Kathleen, I, I look forward to seeing you uh, next week at, at Gibson's, a uh, week from tonight at 630 This has been delightful. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we'll have you back. And, uh, Paul, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Glad to be able to be here. And, Kathleen, I'll see you on Thursday. I can't wait. Thank you, Paul. All right. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome, Kathleen. And uh, I will see you next Thursday as well at uh, Gibson's. And... uh, and there she goes. And, uh, and Paul, uh, congratulations uh, to you on, on an award uh, you received this week, uh, along with uh, Margaret, Margaret and, and, and Laura Canoy. Yes. Yes. Uh, tell us about that just briefly because we're running yes, out of time. Yes, we are. Here. That was for the author event that you attended in April yep. that brought attention to local authors. And we worked hard to do that and obviously were successful. It was definitely uh, successful. And uh, hope you're planning another night just like are. in the not-too-distant future. Paul Brogan, as always, thanks so much. Always great to have you with us. And that'll do it for this edition of Kale & Company. Thanks for joining us. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And speaking of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raffio will be in studio tomorrow along with Kitty Ray for the Friday Fun Bunch right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Have a great Thursday, everybody. <laughs>